0: Welcome to Get On The Mend from Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center. I'm your host, Melissa Whitfield. We want you to get healthy and stay healthy. So with evidence-based advice from our physicians, healthcare providers, and researchers, take charge of your health. In this episode, we'll hear from Dana Bear, who has suffered from severe depression her entire adult life and has lived with suicidal tendencies and had turned to alcohol to disguise her struggles. That is, until she tried transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS.
1: I started noticing my depression in my early adulthood. And at that point in time, I didn't do anything about it. I mean, I was just, it it wasn't that bad. Uh, It started getting bad about 40 years ago, and I have been working with it, trying to get it under control forever, and I've basically been on medication uh, for around 30 years. Uh, it has worked some, it's, it's worked pretty good, but the depression always comes back, and my depression is, I consider it severe in that I can really feel it, and I also I get suicidal. Now, I have worked all my life, and I know that lots of people think depressed people can't work, they can't do anything, they can't get out of bed, but I have always had to take care of myself. I've been single, and so I had to work, and I learned how to put on this fake mask and just fake it, and that was pretty exhausting.
0: According to the National Institute of Mental Health, severe depression is one of the most common mental disorders in the U.S., major depression impacts more than 16.1 million U.S. adults. What is depression and what parts of the brain are affected by it? Dr. Sarah Mallard-Wakefield, chair of the Department of Psychiatry at the TTUHSC School of Medicine, explains.
2: So depression is a mood disorder where people have these persistent feelings of low self-worth and hopelessness and having difficulty kind of thinking. I I describe it a lot of times as thinking through mud, where everything just seems harder and everything seems heavy. In typical depression, you can still get through day-to-day activities, even though you feel like this, and a lot of people can... Put on that mask and and go on about their business but it's just very effortful throughout the day so you're exhausted trying to do even normal daily activities um, the more severe that the depression gets the harder it is to function day to day and some people find themselves not able to participate in activities of daily living because the weight is just too too heavy The exact location of depression in the brain is and continues to be difficult to understand. Um, We see lots of areas of the brain affected in depression. One of the major regions that's affected in depression and one of the targets of transcranial magnetic stimulation is the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex. Uh, This area of the brain is connected to the limbic system, which is very important in emotional and behavioral responses.
0: Bear describes her symptoms at their worst.
2: My symptoms, I mean
1: if at their worst, I would like to just stay in bed with my head covered up and not do anything um' very very I get very very exhausted and I have suicidal ideation quite a bit um that's one thing and I have attempted suicide um but it's, it has it has been a while i mean it's it's been about thirty years i think since I did that.
0: Antidepressant medications are often the first treatment patients turn to, but for millions of Americans, medications are not an effective solution. When patients have tried and failed several medications, healthcare professionals may recommend additional treatment options.
2: So the brain is both a chemical and an electrical organ. And in typical treatment of depression with medication, we are targeting increases in neurotransmitters and the chemicals in the brain. When we use transcranial magnetic stimulation, TMS, uh, we use electrical impulses from a coil that is placed next to a patient's head uh, to create a magnetic field. That magnetic field actually passes through the skull and increases activity of neurons thereby also increasing neurotransmitter of that chemical activity. And so the more all thoughts and perceptions, behaviors are the result of neurons interacting with each other. And we know that depression tends to show low neuronal activity in that dorsolateral prefrontal cortex. So in TMS, we target that area to enhance that neuron signaling.
0: In her lifetime of depression, Bear has gone through counseling and therapies and has been prescribed many medications, some with side effects. Although she had a combination of treatments, Bear still suffered from the symptoms of depression. Then a physician assistant suggested a treatment called TMS.
1: Different medications have worked differently for me, and some of them I didn't like at all, and some uh, that I have liked.
0: Now Baer describes the TMS treatment.
1: First of all, it does not hurt, okay? It is loud, but this noise that comes on—I mean, it is a loud banging. If you've ever been in an MRI, I think those are kind of loud banging things. It's—it's it's sort of like that, except for it's right here by you know by your ear and in your head. When I left here my last time, I was very very happy with the results that I had gotten because I did. I had this feeling of of being hopeful. I hadn't felt that in so long. I had a a feeling of of kind of being light of heart. And, I mean, happiness just seemed to be on my shoulders, you know, sort of like that. And I'm not saying everything has been perfect since then because it hasn't, you know. I I have had... um, a day or something where it's you know I've felt a little depression, but it it hasn't been anything near what I had felt before, so I think the the um treatment is still working on me, my suicidal ideation is really really gone down i mean really, really, really. I don't really think about. It anymore, other than sometimes I think I haven't been thinking about killing myself. Oh.
0: Dr. Wakefield describes the TMS process.
2: So TMS is definitely an investment in your health. Um, it is not a one-time session. There are 36 sessions in total. The first 30 happening Monday through Friday, five days a week uh, for six weeks. And then as you complete the treatment, you spend six additional sessions several days apart each. When you come to the clinic for a TMS appointment, each time you come to the clinic is about 20 minutes for the intervention. That 20 minutes consists of sitting in a comfortable chair, putting a helmet with that magnetic coil on your head, and experiencing pulses of electricity two seconds on, 20 seconds off for that 20-minute period. Many people benefit from TMS and do not need additional treatments in the future. Uh, There are people who uh, benefit from staying on medication or starting medication later, uh, but they have better results from that treatment than they would have otherwise because they engaged in TMS.
0: Vera says that after her treatments, she started feeling the positive results. Others noticed it too.
1: One thing that, that I did have a couple of people tell me Even though I wasn't seeing him in person, I was talking to him on the phone. And two different good friends of mine said, Dana, you sound so much better. So people could tell in my voice that I felt better and that I was happier.
0: Dr. Wakefield says that there are a few side effects to TMS and that it might be used to treat other things as well.
2: TMS is a very safe, non-invasive procedure. Uh, The most common side effect is having a headache post-intervention, post-procedure. There is a serious side effect of seizure that is very, very rare uh, with no long-term effects that we've seen associated with that. TMS is FDA-approved for those experiencing severe depression who are 18 years of age and older. Currently, TMS is FDA-approved for severe depression, and most major insurances and Medicare do cover it for this indication. Uh, Other diagnoses are being studied for this new exciting intervention, including obsessive compulsive disorder and smoking cessation.
0: Thanks for listening to Get On The Mend. If you like what you've heard, please feel free to share the podcast with your friends and family. This information is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Always seek immediate medical advice from your physician or your health care provider for questions regarding your health or medical condition. Get on the Mend is brought to you by Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center.